Hey, Mr. John, second period AP Lit. I'm Maya Rodino. I'm Isha. And you're listening to our film analysis of Barbie, Princess, and the Popper. So let's get started. From the get-go, when you hear the title, I know it's easily presumed that there may not be any real substance to the story. But upon watching this film years after it came out, it's evident that there's more than meets the eye. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about socioeconomic status, historical relevance, character development, all of it plays a key role in the development of this film. To start off, let's summarize the main plot of the film without going into any real analysis. Two identical baby girls are born on the same day, but of different socioeconomic status. One, a princess, Annalise, and one, a pauper, Erica. Years after their birth, the recently widowed queen finds out that their gold has run out and the kingdom is effectively ruled bankrupt. Now she has to make an important decision on what to do in order to salvage the kingdom's economy without the help of one of her most trusted advisors, Preminger. She ends up making the executive decision to marry Annalise to King Dominic, who happens to be a nearby rich king who is looking to marry. Annalise knows it's her duty to marry the king, but she can't help falling in love with her tutor, Julian. Julian takes her outside the castle walls for one day to enjoy the last bit of freedom she'll receive before her wedding. While there, she meets Erica, an indentured servant to Madame Carp's dresses while she's singing outside. They realize that they are almost identical and start lamenting on their different lives. Meanwhile, Preminger has his two minions stealing the last of the gold in the kingdom's mines. It is revealed that Preminger has a plan to marry the princess and become king by bankrupting the kingdom and coming in to save it at the last second. However, he finds out about the queen's plan to marry Annalise to King Dominic and decides that the best course of action is to kidnap the princess, make it look like she ran away, and then bring her back once the wedding is called off. So he kidnaps her, and the queen and Paige, aka King Dominic, are obviously upset. But Julian knows that something isn't adding up. He brings in Erica to pretend to be Annalise while he looks for the real princess. Long story short, Erica falls for the king, Annalise and Julian get trapped in the mines and escape, Preminger tries to marry the queen and fails, and Erica ends up getting revealed as a fraud, goes to jail, and is then saved by King Dominic. While in the mines, Annalise discovers a rock that could financially back the kingdom because of its value, and figures out a way to save it without marrying King Dominic. After this comes to light, Dominic proposes to Erica, but Erica says she first has to live out her dream to perform as a singer. After her tour, Erica and Annalise have a joint wedding with Julian and Dominic. Now we know that's a lot to take in, but it'll all start to make sense in just a little bit. Overall, this film is mainly targeted towards a very young audience. It highlights very important themes of self-discovery, the mingling of different social cultures, and the hierarchy in place of history as well, how the interpersonal characteristics of each character play a role in the understanding of the overall message in the story. Now we begin the actual analysis portion of this film. Although these girls live vastly different lives, they both feel as if they are unable to truly be who they want to be because of a lot of different burdens. One with an entire kingdom's livelihood resting on her shoulders, though she lives in splendor, the other attempting to repay her parents' loans that they took out to feed her while living in poverty. They both know that running away is an option, but they are firmly set in their beliefs to do the right thing, even if it betrays what they truly want. In Annalise's case, She'll marry King Dominic even though he's a stranger and she's in love with Julian. In Erica's case, she will continue to pay off her parents' debt 
even though she knows she really has no responsibility to. This showcases an important characterization of both characters. They are both driven, but have integrity, which is highlighted in multiple scenes and songs as the film progresses. Now, <laughs> let's get into the main antagonist of this story. Preminger, the Queen's advisor, grew up the son of a peasant and elevated his status over a period of 10 years. A classic narcissist, he's self-absorbed, arrogant, and willing to do whatever it takes to become king. His dialogue in his first song showcases this, with lines such as, Who does she think she is? You simpering simpleton! All hail me, and conveniently my ego doesn't bruise, they show that he considers himself above everyone else. He will do anything to become the top of the social hierarchy, even if it means sacrificing the kingdom. Because of his tone and dialogue in the scene, we can see that in the rest of the movie, he will be characterized as the main antagonist. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. The reign of Preminger is here. Now let's analyze a song that takes place when Erica and Annalise meet for the first time. Initially shocked at their likeness, throughout the song, they detail their lives and how realize how different they are. While Erica lives in poverty and amounts to debt no matter what she does, Annalise lives in splendor. However, beyond the socioeconomic status of the two and how much of a gap there is between them, they find similarities in each other. Their perseverance, their willingness to do the right thing no matter what, and the determination to make their parents proud, both girls find that they are more similar than they would have initially thought. This song is incredibly important because it details how, even though they come from different places, it is possible to find common ground with each other. It leaves the audience understanding that the possibility of friendship is possible for everyone, and that one should not let differences keep them from getting to know each other and getting along. The social ideologies in this film are key to understanding the story. One example of this is through Midas, Preminger's dog. He has a Jersey accent, most similar to Vinny from Jersey Shore. The rest of the characters have softer, more proper accents and vocabulary, displaying the social gap between them. Midas is a poodle who has a gold tooth, emphasizing that he comes from a rather different background than the rest of the castle, and he's trying hard to fit into the palace norms. However, his attitude and poor upbringing separates him from the upper class permanently. Another example of social ideologies and of a complex relationship between two characters would be the relationship between Julian and Annalise. Julian is a tutor who studies at the palace with Annalise. He's a commoner who was born very poor and studied hard for his current status as a tutor. He has fallen in love with Annalise, but due to the gap between their social statuses, they can never openly be together. Furthermore, Annalise is due to be married to King Dominic to save her kingdom from bankruptcy. Annalise is not looked as a human, but rather as an object that can be traded away or essentially sold to save her kingdom. Julian is the only one who realizes that Annalise hasn't run away and that something is wrong, so he sets out to find out what truly happened to her while simultaneously ensuring her duties upheld by placing Erica in her steed. Although he's in love with her, he understands that the kingdom is at stake and that if he just let her be missing for a few more hours, he would be able to marry her. However, he knows that she has a duty to the kingdom and would never forgive him, so he does the right thing and sets out to find her. Their complex relationship is highlighted throughout the film as they fight what they want in order to do the right thing instead. Overall, the entire movie was very enjoyable and very entertaining, and I have the attention span of a literal child. For a movie that was made for children, it did a really good job of displaying a message in a way that is effective and understandable for everyone regardless of their age. The use of a focus element such as plot and dialogue, especially in the songs, tells the message the movie is trying to spread as well as making it relatable, enjoyable, and easy to watch. 
Thanks for listening. Goodbye.